usually the people who are not in our churches are not there for a reason. And it's not just because they haven't been invited. It's because there's there's something that has happened culturally, which has not ushered them into that space. Welcome to the YJA podcast. I'm Rebecca Hug, coordinator of the Young Justice Advocates Movement. Young Justice Advocates is a grassroots justice and advocacy-based movement for youth by youth. We create disciples of Jesus who are shaped in and through the lens of justice and compassion and are trained as community organizers. YJA is an initiative of the West Ohio Conference of United Methodist Churches in partnership with the General Board of Church and Society. For more information, you can check out our website at westohioumc.org YJA. With us today is Harris Tay, Director of Diversity Initiatives for the West Ohio Conference. Welcome, Harris. Hey, how you doing? How's it going? It's great. It's good to have you. Harris, this is a job um, that is more than just a job. This is something you take home at the end of the night, and not everyone can do this type of work because you're always on. You're always trying to convince people that diversity, inclusion, organizing, all these pieces, that it matters, and that when we do it well, it can actually change the world to make it look more like the kingdom of God. So, Harris, why (laughs) did you take this job? What has been your life experience that has trained you and prepared you and pushed you to step into this vulnerable space and put yourself out there as the director of diversity? My background is diverse to begin with, and I'm actually going to jump around like three little stories. So my name is Harris Kojo Glover-Tay. Kojo is because I was born on a Monday. Uh, my father's West African. Harris' common last name is usually, um, it's it's a common last name, but my mother's from Panama, Central America. So was just kind of born in a very diverse space. Uh, had a very diverse experience growing up in Baltimore, um, you know, in the world. I was viewed as an African-American, you know, black child. Um, but I always knew something was a little bit different. You know, by the way my my friends would respond to me or or I to them, um, it was always just a little different. And it actually took me going to college. So, yeah, I thank the United Methodist Church uh, yet again uh, for that help where um, in school we had these different affinity groups. As you can imagine, you have the... Uh, you know, the Hispanic club, the West African club, the the Baltimore Washington club. And I was the only person going to every club. <laughs> so that was probably the biggest eye opener to say, hey, it's kind of unique that um, I exist in, in these different spaces. Um, so once I realized that that was actually um, something worth leaning into, um, I, I just started exploring that more. And I really, I think it really started to click when I became a U.S. 2 domestic missionary. And that's actually what brought me to Ohio, uh, Wesley Community Center. Um, and that's where I cut my teeth at community organizing. And again, what I also realized is, you know, sometimes when things come naturally to you, you can have the habit of thinking that you got it. And going into the community work, taught me that I did not. As diverse as I thought I as, as I as I was, I still had a lot more to learn. So it was speaking to people um, in West Dayton who who really sat me down and said, you know, all right, well you still have some different aspects. I mean you may be all this diverse, but um, your class speaks to a little bit of your perspective, your your coast, where you're from, the East Coast, speaks to, speaks to your perspective. So I had to learn to put all that to the side and say, okay, at a base level, let's just connect humanity to humanity. Um, 
How do we build relationships? What is your authentic experience? Sometimes I may be able to identify and sometimes I can't to realize that it's not about having the answer, uh, but it is about seeing the God that exists uh, and then building on that. Um, So all those different experiences that said, oh, you're perfect for this, but then also said, um, but you still need to be quiet and listen. (laughs) Uh, I feel prepared me to be able to um, sit in this role now. And I would say that, you know, even now what I'm learning, um, you know, the the power structures are just very different. Um, The United Methodist Church is an institution in and of itself. And um, still being able to be in a position where I can observe, where I can learn uh, and teach, and that being a constant rotation um, is just a malleable space that you have to um, stay prayerful, um, stay focused, stay learning, um, but then also just ask for help. You got to be vulnerable. You have to say, you know, hey, how, how do we get things done here? Um, how do we touch people's souls? How do we uh, touch people's lives? And to ask that over and over and over again. So what does it mean in our faith tradition or to be a faith leader and see diversity as not just something to do as an add-on, right, as something um, that would be nice, but what does it look like? What does it mean for us as faith leaders and as congregations to really embrace um, love of diversity um, and to really work within the diversity in our communities? I think the core to all of this work is is vulnerability. Um, so what does it mean in our local churches? Um, it means admitting that we don't have the answers. Uh, it means being willing to go out and um, and get your feelings hurt. <laughs> I mean, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, usually the people who are not in our churches are not there for a reason. And it's not just because they haven't been invited. It's because there's there's something that has happened culturally, which has not ushered them into that space, uh, whether it's what the building looks like, what the building represents, what the media puts out there. Uh, There are all these different experiences that say, um, hey, this is a home for you. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. People go where they feel welcomed and where where they've been invited and they stay where they feel welcome. So, um, So that's kind of the work. The work is being able to find that balance to be able to go out, to be able to be vulnerable enough to say, look, um, I don't, I'm going to make mistakes. I hate, you know, people before me have made mistakes, um, but I'm really interested in learning from you. I'm I'm really interested in um, doing my own work. I'm not going to put it all on your shoulders, um, but I'm also interested in hearing kind of where can we meet in the middle. Uh, So it's this journey of give and take. It's this, it's this openness and willingness to be messy uh, and to, to say, my main promise is that I'm not going to walk away. If I were to ask you, what is your message for the church? What would you want to share with us? My message for the church is to really consider what does it look like, what does it look like to give up power? Uh, what does it look like to, to be vulnerable? What does it look like? to to be willing to carry the burden of the pain that 
exists in the world and not by our own standards. So how are we willing to, to, to exist in an uncomfortable space and to view it as uncomfortable as opposed to threatening? And then to be able to to stay in that space and to tell our communities, we're here in this vulnerable space to be with you. Uh, and our intention is to stay in this space. Um, you know how they say pray without ceasing. How do we stay without ceasing? How do we stay uh, in that space in a spirit of prayer, in a spirit of community um, until God reveals the relationship? And I think if we can, if, if that can be our charge, we'll start to see change happen. Um, if we don't get distracted by it, not moving fast enough, by, um, you know, us not seeing, seeing it reveal itself. Because that's another thing, it reveals itself in an original way. We often, um, it's often unexpected how authentic relationships and love reveals itself. So... So yeah, that's my message. Just, just, just stay without ceasing. Pray and stay without ceasing. Pray and stay without ceasing. That's a good word from Harris Tay. Thanks for being with us. Before you uh, leave, what would be the best way for us to get in contact with you and learn more about these initiatives that you've mentioned today? Well, I can be reached on my email at htay at wocumc.org. Feel free to email me and I will get in contact with you. Great. Thanks so much, Harris. This has been the YJA Podcast. To find out more information about YJA, you can go to westohioumc.org slash YJA, or you can email me at rhug at wocumc.org. Thanks for listening. This is the YJA Podcast.